This is 8 Minutes, a podcast helping you understand the energy and climate challenge in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Paul Schuster. The energy transition is going to require batteries, a lot of batteries, which means that the mining and extraction of lithium, cobalt, and other rare earth minerals is going to go way up. But mining those minerals has its own environmental challenges and concerns. Not only is there an ecological impact, but there are social considerations to take into account too. How do we balance the need to electrify with the issues created from extracting lithium in the first place? Today, we're unpacking the controversy around lithium and cobalt mining. I'm not going to shy away from some of the darker aspects of this practice. Better to be fully aware of the challenges so that we can address them rather than pretend that they don't exist. Eight minutes. It's how long it takes the sun's race to hit Earth, or about how long I can last in Target doing back-to-school shopping. Let's get it on. Lithium is one of the core elements of the energy transition. It's a vital component of vehicle batteries, of home storage systems. It powers our phones and our laptops. It's a necessary ingredient for the decarbonization of our society, which means that the mining of lithium is going to ramp up significantly, especially here in the United States, where the Silver Peak Mine in Nevada is our only domestic lithium mine in operation. We create only 1% of the global lithium supply, even though the U.S. Geological Survey estimates that we have more than 8 million tons of lithium in reserve, which would rank us as fifth globally in lithium reserves. Most of the world's lithium actually comes from Australia and Chile. But the Biden administration is putting a lot of money behind building out the domestic infrastructure for lithium. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the IIJA, allocated over $500 million towards accessing rare earth minerals. And maybe even more importantly, created a streamlined federal permitting process for new mines. But new lithium mines come with a certain amount of controversy. First, let's look at how lithium is extracted in the first place. There are basically two ways that companies mine lithium today. The first is from hard igneous rock using techniques similar to open pit mining, fracking, and such. That method obviously extracts a large environmental toll on the local area while also consuming large amounts of water. And the methods to extract the lithium from the rock itself can use high quantities of acids, such as sulfuric acid, that could run off and damage local ecological systems. The second method to get lithium is by extracting it from subsurface brine water through evaporative methods. Here, the brine water is pumped up into reservoirs and undergoes evaporation until the metal's concentration of the sludge meets a certain purity standard. This method is cheaper than traditional mining, but it uses a lot more water and time and energy, which comes today primarily from fossil-fired generating stations. Look, lithium mining is very resource-intensive, with lots of risks to local environments and ecological systems. Two newly proposed lithium mines in Nevada are facing controversy because of these issues, igniting a debate on the trade-offs needed to electrify and decarbonize our society. And that's nothing compared to the societal issues surrounding other rare minerals, such as cobalt. The clean energy industry cannot avoid the fact that much of our cobalt is mined in Africa right now using child labor. UNICEF found that 40,000 children are working in the Democratic Republic of Congo mines, 
which supplies roughly half of the world's cobalt. CBS News recently ran a report on the use of child labor in those mines, interviewing children as young as 11 who'd who'd been conscripted into this practice. That cobalt, well, it's bought up by Chinese firms who fold it into batteries as part of the cathode, turning a blind eye to the labor that got them to cobalt in the first place. And the Chinese dominate the global battery supply chain, accounting for almost 80% of the global market. And... Well, here's where it gets tough, because it's not just the clean energy industry that needs to grapple with this problem. From the computer I'm working on right now to the iPhone next to me on my desk, our current technology-heavy society relies upon these batteries. The device you're listening to this podcast on likely has a battery in it, and it's likely a part of this global challenge. Are there easy solutions? Probably not. But there are tougher ones, and ones worth considering. In the case of lithium, new technologies are emerging that are far more environmentally sustainable than previous methods. The Salton Sea in California is the country's largest repository of lithium potential, and it sits on a massive geothermal reservoir. That geothermal steam would be saturated with lithium, which could be extracted using scrubber systems, all while the steam itself is used to generate clean, renewable power. And other companies are looking at innovative technologies where the brine could flow through a filter system, with the lithium bonding itself to the filter rather than requiring the energy-intensive evaporative efforts in use today. Or for that matter, the recycling of old batteries, such that we could sneak out an extended life on the resources we've already extracted. But most importantly, the main effort has been to build up the domestic supply chain for lithium and batteries in general. If control over that production can be wrested away from Chinese manufacturers and a domestic capability stood up, then our country's regulations can ensure that environmental, child labor, societal, and other laws are fully followed. Such as for cobalt, where the U.S. has over a million tons in reserves, mostly in Minnesota. Accessing those resources rather than relying upon African child labor would be a big win, which is why the Biden administration is putting so much money towards these domestic mining opportunities. But it's still a trade-off. Big open pit mines and all the environmental challenges that come with them versus decarbonization and climate change. Or for that matter, expense. Is domestic mining for lithium and cobalt likely to be more expensive? Um, yeah. But that's hardly an argument just for clean tech. It applies as much to the next smartphone, computer, or wireless headphone as it does to EVs. The moral challenges of lithium and cobalt extraction cut across industries, and everyone is trying to figure out what to do about it. In the near term, there are no easy solutions. But turning a blind eye to the challenge isn't an answer. Instead, the investments being made into alternative extraction methodologies, a more robust domestic supply chain, into recycling and reusing existing resources are all important. As are alternative technologies such as iron air batteries or other energy-dense systems. All of these play a role in how to transition in a thoughtful, morally acceptable way towards a cleaner future. I'm Paul Schuster, and this has been your 8 Minutes.